Hey everyone, welcome to the Happy, Healthy and Healing podcast. My name's Stacey. If this is the first time that you're listening um, to my podcast, thank you so much for being here. Um, and if you've listened to the first few episodes and you're back again, thank you. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Um, so I only dropped the first three episodes yesterday. Um, we've had a bit of a crazy few weeks and so I finally had time to work out what I need to do on the back end and dropped them. Um, and I had a, you know, a few lovely messages, um, from people who listened. Um, so thank you. They actually mean the world to me, um, because I'm still sitting here going, who would want to listen <laughs> to me? And I had something like, I don't know, I don't know, you know, the stats, how to read them all, but 12 downloads. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like 12 people took time out of their day, um, in the last 24 hours and listened to me waffle on. So I really appreciate it. Okay, so today is episode four, I think, yeah, um, and I wanted to talk about um, something that I think a lot of my audience will relate with or, you know, know about. So I wanted to talk about the mum load, um, I like to call it, and just like sitting back and reflecting on the mum load and how much, you know, we actually hold on our shoulders each day. So for those of you that don't know what the mum load is or what I'm referring to, it's, you know, the unconscious, no, not unconscious because it is conscious, but the mental load that we as mums often have to carry. And we're sort of like the default parent, like we grow the child, we give birth to the child, we do, you know, night feeds, um, you know, we're up settling, <laughs> we're organising, we're washing, we're doing everything. And that's like the mental mum load is huge. You know, you think about, um, for instance, you have to, like a lot of the mums, and don't get me wrong, there are some dads that, have this role or, um, you know, have a household where they do equal <laughs> amount of carrying that mental load. But, you know, in if I look at my week, for instance, it starts, you know, on Sunday, so getting organised for the week ahead. So I make Jared's lunch for him, so he's got lunch every single day. I'll try and make some snacks for the kids if we're home. Um, that sort of, you know, Sunday morning plus washing, cleaning, trying to do stuff with the kids, do an adventure. Um, we really like to do a Sunday family adventure, even if it's just like, I don't know, go to the park or something. Um, then, you know, Sunday afternoon, obviously got to cook dinner, do the normal things like showers, like get the kids PJs out, get them, you know, milk, stories, bed. Then, you know, Monday comes around, they're at daycare. So like in the morning, I've got to get up, you know, do the breakfast, get them dressed, you know, brush their teeth, pack their bags. Did I pack everything in their bags? I'm not sure, you know, recheck their bags again. Um, then, you know, work during the day. So the kids are at daycare. So I try and work nonstop on a Monday. Um, in between, obviously doing loads of washing, worrying about, have I got everything for dinner? Got to get dinner on. I've got to pay this bill. I've got to call this person. Oh, Bailey needs to pick subjects for school. I need to do an interview. Oh no, I missed that interview. So I have to try and reschedule. Oh, I need this doctor's appointment. I need to sort, oh, I haven't got this ready. It's book week. What costume are they going to wear? Like that's only, you know, Sunday and Monday. And you repeat that all day, every day. Like I actually don't think that my brain stops. And, you know, Jared wonders why I'm actually so exhausted at the end of the day. P.S. like the kids, 
um, you know, Harvey is a little champ and he's sleeping through the night at the moment, but Ruby and Toby are just tag teaming and waking up and, you know, Ruby will come into our bed and then Toby's like up laughing and carrying on in his cot during the night for a couple of hours and it's just like I'm getting up at night and then I'm still having to back it up the next day, get up, get everyone organised, you know, Tuesday the kids aren't at daycare so it's like plan activities and I have to still try and work and I still have to cook, clean, washing, you know, what's what do I have to order, like who do I have to call? It's just this non-stop mental load. And then on top of this, if I actually want to do something for myself, so if you've been following me on Instagram, um, the Stacey Allison, that account, so I four no five weeks ago started – Pilates because I was just sick and tired of feeling like old and broken and you know I love lifting weights and I have a previous history of powerlifting comps and you know I've done body fit I've trained at the gym I've done like um, sort of split programs I've done a lot of training but my body is just so broken at the moment that I really need to do rehab work and so after not doing anything after Harvey and before that not doing much at all um I thought I'll give it a go and I'll give it a go for a month and then if I don't like it then I can move on to the next thing but I'm actually enjoying it so that's a bonus but sidetracked (laughs) um so for me to go to Pilates for instance on Monday I trialed doing a 4 30 class right so our kids eat dinner very early like we kind of have to have dinner on the table by 4 30 Um, sometimes I can stretch them to five o'clock, but anything past that, they're literally like turning the house upside down, um, screaming, fighting with each other, carrying on just like, we'll destroy anything in their past path because they are hangry, like proper hangry. Um, so, you know, if I wanted to go to Pilates for a 4.30 class, so I've got to leave here at 4.15, because I like to get a specific bed. (laughs) Um, And then I don't, is that what you call it? I don't know. But anyway, the Pilates bed, um, that's what I'm going to call it. So I've got to leave here at 4.15. The kids were at daycare, so they have to be picked up at 2.30 because Harvey needs his second nap and he's a bit fussy with that second nap at the moment. So I just pick him up early and then that way I can put him down here at 3. So pick the kids up at 2.30, 3 o'clock, um, put Harvey down for a nap. Hopefully it goes down straight away, which at the moment it's not. It's sort of like a 20-minute process. Then I have to get dinner organised from – so that's like 3.20 to 4 o'clock-ish. I want to try and have it all prepped to sort of cook. Monday we just had something really basic because we're just trialling this 4.30 class. Um, we just had schnitzels and, you know, salad and um, air fried potatoes. And so have it all ready, basically have it all cooked um, by 4.15 so that literally all Jared has to do is get Harvey up, put the kids at the table. Like I even chopped everything for the kids, <laughs> chopped it all up. And then um, he's just got to make, like feed them. And then it's a 45-minute class. So I finish at 5.15. I'm home by 530 and then the kids normally in the shower at six, but I got home, you know, help like do the bottles and clean up and hang out washing, do all that stuff. So anytime that I want to go to Pilates or do something for myself, 
I have to actually organize everything before and after so it runs seamlessly like I'm actually still here. And it reminds me of, I don't know if you've seen that movie, Sing, with the mum who's the pig um, and she's got all those kids and she can set up like this system that like they don't even realise that she's not there and that's, I was kind of like we were watching it last week or the week before and I had this realisation, I was like, that's me and that is the mum mental load. Like my brain doesn't stop. It's running 24-7 between organising family, kids, um, you know, I don't really have a social life, like business. It's just always, it's always on. And it got me really thinking like surely like I can't be the only one. (laughs) Um, And I was talking to a friend on Monday night, you know, and I was like, is this, do you feel this? And she's like, yep. (laughs) Um, You know, another example, I get my hair done every six weeks and that's, you know, kind of religious for me. I have to organise like to swap kids around in daycare so that I can leave Ruby at home with Jared because she is like semi-self-sufficient. Like if she's hungry, she'll go to the snack cupboard and get herself a snack. If she is tired, she'll go have a lay down. Like she's, you know, she's almost five and she just wants to do everything herself because, you know, she's a big girl. So it's like if I want to go and take that time to get my hair done, then I've got to coordinate everything and leave Jared little notes um, to say, okay, pick up the boys at this time, do a nap at this time, give Harvey this much milk at this time. Like it's been the same routine for, I don't know, at least like four or five months now. Like can you not actually just remember it? Like I'm sick of having to remember to tell you to remember to do the thing or like even he'll call me at the hairdresser and be like oh I couldn't remember what time I was like I wrote it down didn't you read the note like do I have a fifth child like sometimes I wonder (laughs) and that's not to um you know I'm not throwing Jared under the bus like he's a great dad and he'll you know be the fun dad and play with the kids and you know if I ask him to help he will help but it's just like he just doesn't have to carry that mental load like I do and I'd love to hear your experiences um, if you feel the same like do you feel like you carry the you know the default parent mum you know mental load you know I don't know what to be politically correct <laughs> with um all that stuff but you know there is one parent who carries most of that load and has to plan everything and do everything and and then you know by the end of the day it's just it is exhausting so how like how do we change this this is something I've been trying to you know not research on but just trying to think about and talk to people about and it's like I don't know if there is a solution like is there no solution because, you know, over time, like in society, especially the last, I don't know, more, maybe what, 20, 30 years, maybe more, like obviously I'm only 34 this year, so I don't know the history, but like the the wife was traditionally the homemaker, stay home, cook, clean, do everything, um, but she didn't have to work full time, like, or she didn't have a side hustle business or she wasn't, you know, trying to climb corporate ladders. And I go, okay, well, like, yes, it's a lot to put it all on one person, but if you don't have to work, then it's like, okay, well, you can take on more of that role. Like, you know, if the male's going out to work all day, it's like, okay, and you're at home, you can't expect them to do all the cooking, cleaning and, um, all of that stuff. Like obviously, he would come home and um, be tired from work and it's like, 
yeah, you're going to do some chores. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, but it's, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not, um, it's kind of split more evenly. Whereas now with females, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm not against feminism and you do you, all that sort of stuff. I just think it's gone a little bit too far. Like if we're expected to work full time, like we don't have kids and do overtime, but we're also expected to raise our kids like we're not working at all. And it's like something's got to break. Like, and I think that that's been something for me the last few years since lockdowns, whatever, um, that's made me realize that my values and my priorities are shifting. Like, yes, I want to work. I enjoy working. I enjoy coaching predominantly women, but there needs to be boundaries and there also needs to be, you know, boundaries at home. I'm not going to do absolutely everything and work full time and, you know, bring money in for our family and all that stuff. Like there has to be a more even split. You can't expect me to do both and be everything to everyone because I've done that for a long time. Like I've tried to um, pursue the career. I've tried to, you know, house is always got to be clean and tidy and, you know, cook and do everything. And I'm like, no, no, it's, it's, I'm okay. I can do it all. I'm, you know, go me, go female. Um, I'm woman. I am strong type thing. Like, and it's like, that's, it doesn't need to be like that. Like I think society has conditioned us that we need to do it all and be it all. And it's like, no, actually you don't because you're just running yourself into the ground and you're actually like, you're depleted. Like I got my recent blood tests from um, my naturopath and I am so depleted. It is not funny. Like from minerals and vitamins, it's not just like the basic ones, you know, iron or vitamin D, whatever. Like I'm actually so depleted and so exhausted and it's like, but I keep going and I keep getting up and I keep just trying to <laughs> hustle, keep trying to, um, you know, take a step each forward. So I guess like the whole point of today's podcast was one, you know, do you carry the mental load, the mental par- default parent, mum, parent, like whatever, do you carry all of that? Do you do all the thinking, all the organising, you know, all the running around and everything and, you know, maybe can there be conversations in in the household like to get some help to stop, you know, having to do it all and be it all because it's not good for your health. And ultimately, I know all parents want to live as long as they can and have a great quality of life and enjoy time with their kids um, and be, you know, healthy, be fit, be strong. And it's like, you know, does something need to give now? Um, I think, you know, stress because carrying the mental load also increases the stress. Like it's not stress like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. There's a tiger or a lion chasing me kind of stress, like that fight or flight mode. But I think that that stress over time of us carrying that mental load and or even just, you know, high stress with work or um, with family, like that stress is contributing to ill health. Like you see so many people and you hear of stories, you know, they were so stressed and, oh, they got cancer, they had a heart attack, they had this happen. And it's like all of those things are potentials for us and, you know, the modern world these days is really like aggravating, I think, those conditions. That's not the right word but you get what I'm trying to say. It's like it's really, um, you know, you look back to our grandparents and, yes, there was stress like, Obviously, well, a lot of them were in the war as well, but it was, you know, they were a lot healthier, I think, 
they didn't have all the technology, you know, up on your phone. You've got to be on 24-7. You've got to do everything. You've got to, you know, always be posting on socials. You've got to be building this business. If you're not hustling, like you're a loser, like just (laughs) they didn't have all these things. And I think that, you know, the stress that we carry, not from only mental load, but from work, from everything is going to contribute in the long run. And that's really like hit me um, this year is, you know, I don't want to be working so hard that I forget to have a life. Um, I don't want to grow up and my kids go, oh, mum was always at work. Mum was always stressed out. Mum was always like, you know, snappy at us because I'm not actually like snappy at the kids for that, but I'm snappy sometimes I know because I'm under the pump with work. I'm trying to cook, clean, do everything, blah, blah, blah. So I guess, yeah, like the way that we can change this for us and it starts with us because ultimately our kids are going to like they're going to reflect our behavior and they're going to think that that's normal and we're going to be their like their conditioning going this is the way you need to be a housewife (laughs) and you need to be a boss and you need to do this and you need to do that and that's the way they're going to grow up and think if we don't change now and change these conversations like I know I don't want my kids to feel like I feel now and feel burnt out and just feel depleted and just feel like I don't even know how I'm alive some days. Like, thank God for coffee, honestly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so one thing like we've done in our household is um, we used to have a cleaner. We don't have one anymore. But um, I want to get a cleaner back. That's my goal. (laughs) So because that just takes one mental load off me. I can go, okay, at least once a week the house is all clean. I can just top up clean during the week. But one thing we've done for now is like Jared made a cleaning spreadsheet so we can, um, we laminated it, we can tick it off each week. And like, for instance, tonight he cleaned the showers before he went to basketball with Bailey. Okay, great. We know it was done this week. Yes, it's not ideal. Like I love the house just having that clean feeling where it's all in one hit, but it's the next best thing and it's better than nothing. So that's one way he's helping with the mental load. Another thing is I've realized I just kind of, I can't, I have to actually just spell it out and tell him, Jared, I need your help with this. I need you to do this. Yes, I don't feel like I should always have to remind him, but if I don't tell him, He's just, he doesn't have that thought pattern like I have, like thinking about 5,000 things and all the different scenarios and getting, you know, managing everything, like um, juggling all the different balls and all the different hats. So like I have to tell him, (laughs) hey, you have to do this because I'm going to Pilates because I'm doing that for myself three times a week. That's it. Like, and then there's compromise. Like he likes motorbike riding. Okay, you go motorbike riding on a Friday. And um, you've just got to be back by four o'clock. So it is give and take, you know, I I do believe in that. Um, But, you know, the goal is I think for one day that maybe we don't have to always spell it out and it's like this is your responsibility and I'm not going to remind you and if it's not done then you've got to take ownership of that. And I know that sounds a bit out there (laughs) um, but I do think that, it's possible. It's possible to change, you know, the stories we tell ourselves, the stories we've been told, you know, the things that we've seen from our parents growing up, like it's all possible. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's obviously going to take time. (laughs) But for me, that's a big goal this year is trying to reduce my, I guess, 
unconscious, conscious stress because it's both. Um, And one of the ways I can do that is to share the load. And like to finish up, I really, (laughs) for me, the hardest thing is um, admitting that I need help. And I am the worst person to actually ask for help at all. Like, you know, we've got four kids and Ruby has been a shocking sleeper um, her whole life. And, you know, then Toby coming along and then Harvey. And it's like, some days I literally feel like I'm the dead walking, but I won't ask for help. So <laughs> that's the other side of the coin is that I need to ask for help. People want to help you. you. You know, you're not an inconvenience to those people. It's okay to ask for help. You don't have to do it all. So there's two sides to that story is, okay, I want to reduce the mental load and the mum load. I need to ask for help, but I also need to set up some other, you know, tools like to help like reduce it. For example, the cleaning, you know, spreadsheet. So anyway, that's enough waffling today (laughs) for today. Um, If you got this far, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. If you got any feedback or if you feel like you're in the same situation and I'm not alone and it's not all in my head, then please reach out, send me a message, let me know. (laughs) Um, Because sometimes I feel I don't know, being a business owner and working from home and having multiple kids, like I don't really get a lot of time to talk to other people. So that's why this podcast I think will be great for me. But also I go, am am I going crazy? Like, is it all in my head? Probably not, but I still have that little bit of a doubt. So anyway, thank you so much. Hope you have an amazing day or night wherever you are and I'll see you on the next episode.